Business Class, a podcast sponsored by the iBear MBA program of the USC Marshall School of Business. Expert insight into the world of business. Today on Business Class, we are looking at how the USC iBear MBA program brings real business to its students. The USC iBear MBA program culminates by turning the class into a virtual international consulting firm. Companies from around the world hire these consulting teams to research, examine, and suggest solutions to their business problems. These aren't virtual clients. These are companies like Sony, Warner Brothers, Samsung, and others. Bob Kedu, USC Professor of Accounting and Enterprise Systems, describes how he leads this unique project. So the nice thing about IBCP is it's really what we consider to be a thesis, if you will, for a series of graduate students who have been heavily immersed for a year, that we get to take all the knowledge they've acquired in their first, second, and third, and then during the knowledge acquisition in their fourth terms over that year, and we get to start to have them leverage that knowledge in a variety of interesting ways to solve real-world problems for clients. If you can't do it in the real world, it doesn't come across very well, it's not very effective. IBEAR 2017 graduate Derek Zhu, now Customer Quality Manager at Cerebell in Mountain View, California, looks at his IBCP experience as one of the most important aspects of his MBA. Derek is a Chinese national. I would say there's a lot of real projects we have done in the class and also for the final IBCP. For me, it's a real stuff. Uh, the real, you really solve a problem with a real company. And that is something, a good practice for MBA candidates. And because sometimes I know in China, the pro MBA program sometimes just gave a, a paper, finish a topic, you write down your opinion. But it's not real, real stuff should be done by MBA. So eventually I think the MBA set, uh, set up for the MBA, all the curriculums, it's really good. Bob Kidu. And so that... That transfer of the theoretical into the practical and into the real world is a thing that I love the best. Luminant is a Southern California company that creates innovative light shaping products. The company's technology is used to paint with light well-known buildings such as the Eiffel Tower. Now it's turning its attention to the growing augmented reality market with products that enable bright, transparent, virtual images to be viewed in products such as augmented reality glasses and heads-up displays. Luminant CEO Engen Eric describes his company's experience with the USC iBear consulting team. There were five students from the Pacific Rim countries that came and met with us regularly for a number of weeks where we educated them on our product line, on our technology, and then they ended up visiting three Far Eastern countries to interview large companies, companies like LG, Samsung, you know, Sony, and others, and told them about this upcoming technology and discuss potential applications. They successfully located large number of companies, high level of contacts within the companies that actually included CEOs or some senior managers, some of whom personally uh, talked to them, and they were able to get the appointments that were necessary to succeed in this job. 
They came back with a lot of information, a lot of contact, and a lot of comments from these executives, based on which uh, they wrote uh, a, a, re a report and presented to us, which was very impressive to us because it, it started to guide our thinking for this new technology in a way that could be realized one day. The conclusion included things like what we need to do internally in our laboratories, what kind of development we need to do to be able to get into these industries, and if so, who would be interested in this. This was really a business decision for us with limited financial risk. And once we realized the caliber of people involved, it was not a very hard decision for us to make. We asked Bob Kadu to describe how the reality of business makes itself known and becomes deeply learned. The ones that, that, that just knock it out of the park from beginning to end are fine. They're, they're great, they're wonderful. For me, the ones that are, are most fun, if you will, and the highlights themselves, are the ones where um, in the initial phase of the project, the project is very, very broad, and they have to figure out how to narrow it down. As part of that narrowing process, working with the client, the students might actually find that the project scope or objectives have changed substantially. For instance, we had a team last year who started out thinking they were going to do a social, uh, essentially a socially responsible uh, electrical or power uh, evaluation for cities in Latin America and ended up working on battery technologies for the U.S. Um, it's always interesting when a, when a group of people goes from, hey, I'm going to go down and talk about solar power in South America, and now instead I'm dealing with lead-acid batteries in the United States and their best use. Um, so working with teams like that and working through the, what I consider to be very typical um, business outcomes that occur on a daily basis, which is that, you know, you start out doing something and then it morphs to something else, you end up doing something completely different. It's a fact of life. Everybody needs to get used to it, but working with a team throughout the sort of the difficulty, the, the depression almost that happens after you think you're going to do something and you do something different, and then being able to sort of gather yourselves, redirect your energy, and then produce a high-quality product, uh, like a series of great recommendations around how battery technology might be used in the United States across a variety of industries, everything from manufacturing to marine, um, is, is kind of a thrill. We've had a couple of projects over the last two years uh, dealing with Japanese entities where uh, the upfront version was the students were looking at the project saying, we have no idea how we're going to get to the answer here. Um, one was bringing American businesses to Japan. The other one was bringing Japanese water to America. In each case, the, the students floundered for a little while. Again, part of the learning process. But the students floundered for a little while before really finding their footing and hitting their stride. To watch the transitions of those two teams struggle through that first half, find their footing and go out in the field and start to look at what's happening in those businesses to get a better idea. In other words, being able to apply their theories to the actual thing they can see and touch that real tangible business that's out there somewhere. So that kind of difficult to break through to the pride that comes out in these, uh, these participants when they finish is just, it's the most amazing thing to see ever. The clients are from around the world and vary greatly in size and culture. Bob Kadu explains. We've dealt with uh, Hygenro 
for beer. That was my favorite project last year because it's beer and soju. Um, Hitachi, um, we've dealt with Warner Brothers. Uh, Luminet has become a, a real fan of the program. They introduced us to Broad Data this year. Um, Triands was a consulting company that was founded by one of our graduates. Um, they came back for a project this year about entering new market spaces. Saratoga Investment Company, thinking about investing in uh, additional or making additional investments in healthcare in Indonesia. Uh, Newport, a, uh, an equity firm in Japan. Japan that are new and interesting. They want to enter the U.S. market. OUE, a uh, large sort of equity firm out of Indonesia. Um, but the, the clients have been overwhelmingly satisfied. Richard Chen, Associate Director at CTE Tech of Taiwan, has overseen several IBCP projects. CTE is the largest automotive wire harness manufacturer in Taiwan. The company is looking at expanding its international business. Richard is a graduate of the iBear MBA program. CD is trying to get into the U.S. market. We're, we're trying to grow more. The problem is that uh, CT's product is not NAFTA certified. And that's the challenge we're having, trying to partnership it with U.S. wire harness maker. We're seeking for a chance to cooperate with them to overcome the NAFTA things. There are all kinds of problems to do international business, actually. First, the law is different. The way we should work with the union or with our employees is different. And the way we should do the accounting is different, the finance is different. So we, we were desperate to those informations. So we want our consultant team to come up with those kind of professional information. This time we're trying to ask them if we want a successful partnership or we want a successful startup in the U.S., what would it take? We have domain knowledge. We know our business, but we, we also know our challenges. And every time we start a project with the iBear program, it comes from the business plan. So there must be some reason we, want, uh, we cannot overcome internally, so we have to seeking for help from outside. First, they have to find out who city really wants to do business with. Then they have to figure out who's important, who's not. Then they have to find as potential customers. They have to do cold calling. They have to do a lot of research and looking into the database and do all kinds of integration of the informations. They will do all kinds of stuff. If you really want some a successful international business, I mean, to develop internationally, IBCP and iBear are the one you should look for. During the presentation, we, uh, we were trying to uh, uh, listen to the, 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 the entire presentation first, but sometimes, sometimes interesting things pops up and our executives or our managers will starting to ask questions, why is that, why is that? The IBCB team, they've done the research so they can answer you properly. We don't just, just read the report, we actually follow it and implement it, trying to get most value from the reports. Bob Kadu gave us a final comment. In many respects, I think the thing that they walk away with most is that they become, in, there becomes a, a skill ingrained in them that allows them to walk into a situation where they know little to nothing about it, 
start to figure out the situation and then figure out a way to help. Business class. Expert insight into the world of business. The host is Dick Drobnik, producer Pankaj Bhushan, director Dan Griffin, web developer Rick Pine, and I am Robin Garthwaite.